Creative? Uh, what part do you like? Are you? Is is that? I like this part. That poor man. There are two kinds of people in this world: those that will happily eat ass, and the unrefined scum of the world. Which are you? Warning for underage listeners: this is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just what the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Lights, camera, Gotham Press. <laughs> Were you just waiting for that? I was. <laughs> I've had that in my head for all of like 20 seconds now. And it just so happened that 20 seconds was right when I hit the record button. The buildup was just tremendous. And then it spewed forward from my mouth. There's so many horrible comments I can make to that about you. And yet none of them are coming to mind. All right, let's, <laughs> let's go into this. Hi, listeners. This is the Gotham Press Podcast. Greedy, I'm so proud of you. You're coming forth and doing it all by yourself. You know, I know you're used to that, but still. That's what she said. Was it you're used to doing it by yourself? Yeah. Weird. You should talk to your mistress about that. See if she can help you out. Uh, wow. That was, a, that was a horrible joke, and it went, went awry very quickly. No, my mistress did not say that to me. Oh, she just told me about it. <laughs> anyway. You dick. Hi, Greedy. Hi. So... We're late. We are. You went off and did stuff, which we're going to talk about later. Hashtag work. Oh, no. Not that. And other stuff. And other We're going to talk about the other stuff. Season 3, Episode 9. We've got some fun topics ahead. We do. We do. Uh, let's see. What do we have to talk about? I asked you earlier if you watched television way back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And my reply was, if it was educational or on Disney, probably... Neither of these shows were educational nor on Disney. No. No, they were not. In the new world where everything is going back to the old stuff, mm-hmm. we have a couple of reboots coming our way. Yes. First one is Alien Lifeform, a.k.a. Alf. Alf. Good old Alf from Melmac. I had an Alf lunch pill when I was in kindergarten. Was way that Way be- back in the day. It was, it was during the, the runtime of Alf. No, I'm saying, was that before... Your family went crazy? Yes. Yes, it was. Just before. And uh, I, I had it. I had it until like fourth or fifth grade. Until my little sister decided that she needed to take it to school one day. Okay. I was having lunch at school anyway. So she took it to school and brought it back pretty. She'd ripped off the ALF sticker and colored flowers on it. Oh, no. Yeah. I was devastated. It was my ALF lunch pail. Why do you still have a sister? Because it's my sister. Daddy's little princess? Come on. Can't take out my sister. That would be awful. (laughs) And you're looking like maybe you missed an opportunity there. Maybe. 
don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so the reason we're bringing this up is I was at work today and heard about this, and I'm kind of interested in how they're going to do it if they do go through with it this way. Instead of just completely rebooting the series, making it just like the original, new Alf, new all that, uh, they're going to bring it back with the ori- quote-unquote original Alf. Not the voice actor, because he's dead. Yeah. But they're going to have the same character, only he's been held at Area 51 for however many years, mm-hmm. and he gets out and is now being reintroduced to the world as it is now. I do wonder how his voice is going to change. I mean, I have I have this preconceived notion of what Alf sounded like, and... Well, of course, we all do. Well, yeah, but... Are they are they going to are they going to give him a prepubescent prepubescent? Ah, I can't talk. Today. You can't think about pre, you're pre-pubescent thinking about pre-pubescent angst. Angst. You're thinking about ah, you're thinking about prepubescence. Ah, and it's that's contagious. Not cool. <laughs> yes, you are contagious. So are they are they going to give him like a, a more refined sound? Or are they going to go for go for for as close to his voice as possible? Are they going to pull like a Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> That would be awful. Rest in peace, Rodney. I'm okay. Rodney was good. He, but he don't get no respect. No respect. No, no respect. respect at all. <laughs> We're showing our age. Shit. Well, in Listenerland, I, don't pay attention to us. Actually, I'm showing my age because I just had a birthday pass recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. How old are you? I'm the ripe old age of too old. <laughs> ah. I stopped aging at 26. I started leveling up. Yeah. Level 34, baby. Sadly, I don't think that worked out in your favor. You didn't You didn't put your stats in right. Level 4, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, I'm really looking forward to this if they have it where it's just him getting out of Area 51 and going forth from there. Of course, then it becomes a question of how will he react to the youth of this era? Mm. I don't know. I think he'll be he'll be moderately disappointed. Actually, how will the youth react to him? There's a few theories on this. They could be all shock and awe, praise him like a god, which the youth of this era praise might everything do. like a god. Yeah, they they praise everything. Or there could be the polar opposite of Meh, we've seen X Files before, you know. <laughs> so it could go it could go several ways. Also, I was thinking in the eighties when Alf came on, there wasn't the, all of these social media that's out there. Mm-hmm. There's no way to quote unquote hide Alf this day and age. Hmm. True, true. So is he going to take an approach as Roger from um, American Dad? Possibly. I was more thinking they let him out and he's this big media sensation and then he goes and just lives with a family. Hmm. I think that would scapegoat the entire story. I mean, they, they could they could go huge with this. They could go... They could draw it out for a very long time, you know. Of uh, him the, hiding? Yeah, of him hiding. I mean, if, if they do that, have like the paranoid neighbor... You know, always, always peeking around the window through the fence posts. Wasn't that just like it was on the original, though? Well, yeah, but they they got to continue that gag. 
we'll see what happens. We're not the showrunners. We're not Warner Brothers. So let's see what they do. When are they planning on bringing this out? Supposedly sometime next year, but we'll see. Okay. Okay. We will see. Speaking of next year, Game of Thrones is next year. (laughs) Fuck you, HBO, for making us wait. Don't you want it more, though? I hope they hear this. Listenerland, if I am suddenly and very maliciously assassinated, it was HBO. With your flappy wiener out? Your flappy wiener. <laughs> oh, South Park, thank you for that. <laughs> what, was the, what was the version that Arya Stark... What's her real name? Oh, shit. I do not know. Uh, we both fail tonight. She she had a, a version of it. It was boobies, 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 boobies. And then somebody else said, uh, murder, murder, murder. Well, combine the three wiener, floppy wiener, murder boobies, floppy wiener. <laughs> you have way too much free time sometimes. Right? Uh, but it, it sums up the entire show. Murder, floppy wiener, burbers. Bur- boobies, murder. <laughs> oh, you forgot betrayal. There's a shit ton of betrayal in that show. Yeah. Okay, so we got to work that into the theme somehow. We'll figure it out. Well, you'll figure it out. I'll just sit here and watch. And listen. He's got a big old floppy wiener. <laughs> I am black. You know, I bet half a listener land didn't know that. Oh, no, it's come up before. You just don't remember. No, I don't. I've slept since then. You just never remember anything. So, also... <sighs> I'm old in- and feeble. That's so sad for you. In the... Uh, what's what I was looking for? In the cascade of the 80s coming back, another show that's coming back, it's coming back in movie form, mm-hmm. which I may be okay with it. We've got new technology, so things will look cool. But boss, deep flame, deep flame. The only way I know that show is that reference. I never watched a single episode of Fantasy Island, but I know that reference just from so many other people saying, the plane, the plane! And, yeah. Did you say the plane? He's not, he's not Z-plane. German. I don't know. Fucking Ziegheil? No! No! <laughs> I don't know what he is. I've never watched the show. He's a midget with a tan. That explains why he's pointing up. <laughs> Wait, so do you just point forward when you see a plane in the sky? No. <laughs> you point forward when you see a plane on the ground. But he's not pointing to the plane on the ground. Hey, look, awesome dead bird. No, Greedy. No. <laughs> anyway, so they are doing a movie for that that will supposedly come out next year as well. Next year is going to be the year of reboots. Mm, 70s and 80s reboots. Yay. Joy. Joy. Wasn't there another one? Uh, Oh, yes. They are talking about doing a reboot for The Facts of Life. Now, who's in charge of this one? Uh, That's a very good question. I don't have the answer to. But The Facts of Life and the source that I heard it from was saying that it might be good if they were to bring back some of the original cast members. Hmm. Sadly, from how it's looking so far, they are just doing a blanket reboot, not bringing anybody back from the original. 
Well, unfortunately, that's another one of those shows that I never saw an episode of, so I don't have any valid commentary for this. It's okay. I didn't really... I've watched maybe a couple just in passing in my life. It was more... It was more geared towards young women, so not my thing. Yeah, when you were younger, before the operation. <laughs> ah, you're funny. I know. You think that was a compliment? I am so funny. Anyway, going back to real things. So we're ditching Fantasy Island? Well, you thought you were funny, so we're ditching that. Oh, ha. Huh. So greedy. Ha. Greedy. Yes. Coming up this weekend in our local community, we've got a thing happening. We do. We do. And I'm taking time off work so I can go to that thing. And what's that thing? That thing is the annual luau. The annual luau! <laughs> is that loud enough for you? <laughs> Suddenly sounded like you were trying to channel uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken? Yeah, you were. You sounded like that. <laughs> Well, I do need more cowbell. Yes. Well, we all need more cowbell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Luau is an event that my mistress and her hubby and our, our little Polly family put on every single year. Uh, they've been doing it for like six years now. And yeah, before you came to California. Yeah. But I've gone every year. Long. <laughs> It gets more and more fun every year. We, we have a decorator now. We have a nice pool that we get to lounge around in. And the time that it starts, around 4 p.m., the shade from the trees next door are just cascading over the pool. So it's not terribly sunny at that point. The water's kind of warm, but still cool and relaxing. And it's, it's fun. Fun is had by all. Don't you have new things built at the pool? Oh, uh, the, the pergola and the... The what? Pergola? Pergola? Pagoda? Pergola. Pergola? Pergola. I have never heard that term. Pagoda is like Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, the the pergola is essentially a pagoda, only uh, less oriental. (laughs) It's essentially (laughs) the same thing, but different. Yes, it's the same thing, but I will correct you. (laughs) Mansplaining. Uh, Correctile dysfunction. (laughs) You do have a problem with that. Oh my god. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, there's there's a couple of new pieces built at the uh, the compound, as it's referred to. Um, typically, we see between sixty and eighty people show up to that event, and it's fun. It is a non-play event, so there's not going to be any um, any flogging or knives or anything like that. But there is going to be a lot of good food, and there will be some drinking, and there will be pool and uh, sex and debauchery. And possibly setting on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I might set you on fire again. I don't trust you. I know. That's why I'll be the one to do it. No. It, it'll it'll add that element of fear. You do not have my consent for that. Uh, who said anything about consent? We do on multiple episodes. Listen That's like... beside the point. <laughs> anyway, so the luau is going to be fun. Luau is going to be a blast taking the day off before so that I can uh, get it set up help her get it set up and then the day of I've got off and then the next day I don't have to be at work until 9 you're working the next day? yeah I am what kind of foolhardy mission is that? 
Uh, the kind that enjoys padding my bank account. You're going to go into work and you're like, I don't want to be here. Possibly. Possibly. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that possibility. Well, yeah. Luau's this Saturday. We're going to have fun. There's going to be a bunch of new people there this time. There will. Because our community has been just exploding with newcomers. Uh, I wonder I wonder if next year they're going to expand the cap on attendance. Our uh, live studio audience is shaking their head and nodding. <laughs> Obviously, our live studio audience doesn't want any more people. The live studio audience is confused. <laughs> and silent. We love you, live studio audience. You give a woo or something. <laughs> okay. I swear, listener land, we have a third person here, but uh, they, they don't want to be on the show. So, you know. That's they just cool. want to listen. It's their prerogative. Even if it's wrong. It's, it's their, their prerogative. I knew you were going to do that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, you just went to something recently. I did. I did. I, I, went, I went out into the woods. Where's the body? There's no body that you know of. Oh, I also went camping. <laughs> Why the pause? Why the... I, I couldn't think of what you were talking about. Taking a body into the woods is my least favorite thing to do on a Tuesday. Anyway, camping. Camping. How was yes. camping? We went kinky camping. It was epic. We uh, got to get ate up by mosquitoes. Well, that was my weekend. How many... Approximately how many went camping this year? 70, 80, somewhere in there. Wow. It was it was a big thing. Uh, the uh, group in Fresno does a uh, an annual camping trip in the summertime. And it's open to adults, 18 or over, who have been vetted by either the Bakersfield or Fresno groups and are willing to pay for a weekend of camping. They rent out a big area that's very secluded, very difficult to get to if you don't know that it's there. And we have toys set up. We have uh, kinky furniture set up. We have tents and trailers, and we have a lot of fun. And you know what? That's great for all those that are willing to do that. But for me, I'm not a camping guy. And you know what I also have? I live in a place where we have toys and things set up. Fucking city boy. Yes, very much so. More importantly, though... I had a great weekend, too, even though I didn't go camping. Oh. My monthly game night, that's been going off like fucking gangbusters, too. It started off small, but it's been getting steadily bigger. Ha, ha, penis joke. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> no, this time was great. Like, the last people didn't leave till a little after three in the morning. I'm actually glad that I wasn't here. It wasn't, we weren't super loud or anything. No, but my wall is paper thin. Mostly we were outside. Oh. In which case, we, your windows may have still betrayed you. They're pretty thin, too. What exactly did game night do outside? Well, what happened was we had games played inside, but we had so many people that obviously not everybody could play at once. So those that couldn't play or those that were smoking went outside and just mm. had a conversation and we would kind of mix and match as, as the games went on. So you didn't have, like, naked baby oil twister or uh, jello wrestling or anything like that? I haven't had anything set up like that. Though that is an idea for the future. You need to do it. You need to do it. 
You know, if people really want to, we'll make it happen. In the words of Shia LaBeouf, just do it! Anyway, we're just going to keep moving right on past that. Anything else about uh, camping that you want to talk about? Any fond memories that you had this year that you can share? Did I mention that I got ate up by mosquitoes? I said fond, not horrific. Oh, fond, fond. I, I keep twisting those words. Um... <laughs> It was a lot of fun. I mean, we got to do some crafts. We got to light stuff on fire. I got to chop wood. My mistress and I went away for... I was like, none of that sounds kinky. <laughs> my mistress and I went away to a secluded uh, mountain stream where there was a nice big pool that we got to lounge in that was just barely over freezing, and it felt great. That's also because you would do well in the Arctic North. I would. I would. Have you ever tried a polar bear swim? No. You should. No. You would die. <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to kill me. No. No. You doing a polar bear swim is consent. No. I'm not doing that. Uh, whatever. Anyway. So nothing you can share about camping that was really good for you then. No. It was it was good. I mean, out in the woods, clean air. Um, there was a little bit of play. You know. It was, it was good. Did you try anything new? I'm, I'm getting to the point in my kink life that new things are few and far between. So not this year then? No, not this year. Not this year. Did you have any favorites that you did this year? Drunken Yahtzee. That was, that was actually kind of fun. Was it strip Yahtzee? No. Ooh, was everybody actually, already naked? We had, we had cornhole too. For the listeners, what is cornhole? <laughs> it's a fun game. <laughs> Even more fun if you've had a few drinks. Okay, so it's it's a uh, beanbag toss from about 40 or 50 feet away from your target. Your target is a 6-inch diameter hole on a 2-foot by 4-foot piece of wood. The wood this year was painted, though. Oh, yeah. By uh, one of our local artists. Uh-huh. Uh, just a dark star. She did a phenomenal job of making it as erotic as cornhole could possibly be. <laughs> it gave new meaning to cornholing. <laughs> We're gonna have to see if she'd be okay with us posting up pictures of her cornhole stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dark star, can we post a picture of your cornhole? <laughs> oh, I like where this is going. And her cornhole. Well, I, I was talking about her cornhole. You're talking about her cornhole. I'm talking about her cornhole. There's a big difference between the two. Anyway. Uh, greedy. One day when I get a new co-host and it's not going to be as fun. When you go to jail, cover your cornhole. Wait, wait, wait. why am I going to jail? Greedy, what did you do? I was at camp. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's get into some of our other kinky topics that we have hmm. for okay. this episode. How do you set up a triad or a quad? What is a triad or a quad, Greedy? Well, a triad or a quad is uh, a couple of different setups for a poly group. Typically, a triad will be three people that are romantically connected to each of the other two. So if you and I and our 
uh, Mystery secret S. audience here were in a triad, we would likely all be uh, inter interwound as lovers. I am actually part of a linear quad, and what that means is that I am I am one end of a linear quad. I am part of a group of four people. And if you draw a line and put four points on it, I'm the, the end of it. Then there is my mistress, who is also connected with her hubby, who is also connected with his sub on the other end, where no two of us, or no one of us has more than two connections, and the two of us on the very end only have one. Okay. Um, it's it's one, of, one of several different st- setups for a quad. Um, it just happens to be the one that worked out for me and my family. Uh, I'm not trying to knock anybody else's setup on it, you know? I mean, technically at this point, I am part of a triad, I want to say. Oh, wait, no. Would I be a quad? Because there's me, and then I have three ladies in my life. So, with that, but none of them are connected to each other. Okay, so they all know be, of each other. You'd be like the hub of a wheel. Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. You can have you can have spokes going off in I'm the nucleus. Directions. Sure, you're the nucleus. I don't I don't know if we want to give you that much credit though. Greedy, <laughs> um, you're a dick. Well, I I know I know at least two of your two of your connections, mm-hmm. and you haven't met the third one. No, I have not. I hope to someday, but until she he. She, Wait. You know what? Fuck you, Greedy. <laughs> you wish. No. Until she never. gets out to California, I don't know that it's going to happen because I don't see myself going that way far, far across o- the country to way far know. over. Yeah. Well, if she hadn't gotten this new, if she hadn't gotten this new job, then that would have worked. Damn people being productive! I swear. Getting better jobs and better pay. Yeah. Damn it. You do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And in her case, she's doing what she got to do. I understand that. I understand. In your case, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Greedy. This is just rag on awesome night. Isn't that every night that you're on the podcast? Have you got your red wings? I don't want my red wings, Greedy. Oh. You can have your red okay. wings. You have them? And you... Ew. <laughs> hey, Greedy, for the listeners, what are red wings? Mm. If you don't know what Red Wings are, ask your mother. Don't. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. Uh, thank you, General Akbar. Um, Admiral. So, oh, whatever. General Admiral. If you're going to nerd out, nerd out properly, damn it. Yeah, I guess he was an Admiral. Huh? Admiral Akbar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do? We're going to get Hidden John back on here, and he's going to talk bad about you for that. Cool. <laughs> Anyway, uh, invite him in, and we'll yes, do this. We can. So now then, what are the benefits of these triads and quads? Well, the benefits can be. Um, Let, let's rephrase that. What are the benefits of your triad or quad? I have more support. You know, I've got people I can talk to about uh, relationship stuff, about general life. You know, um, I've got people that I know I can trust because we've built that that foundation that any relationship needs. And as much as that's a benefit, it's also a cost because every relationship requires requires work. 
if you're not willing to work at it, then it's going to fail. That said, having more than one relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean you just do twice the work. With, with two connections, you wind up doing four times the work. With three connections, you wind up doing about 16 times the work. It's, it's exponential. I mean... Why are you doing so much more work? Because there are so many more connections. And not everybody's the same. Not everybody's the same. Everybody's perception of what the relationship is is going to be a little bit different than the others. You have to make sure that they are properly cared for mm-hmm. in that in those relationships. And then there's things like uh, saturation. When you, when you hit the point of polysaturation, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, you you can't really handle any more. If you do try to handle more, then you overload yourself, and it, things get bad. <laughs> it's at the detriment of everyone else's relationship too, not just yours. Mm-hmm. So while there's there's great benefits in having a a bigger family, a wider base for support and for love and for everything you need in a relationship, there's also the cost of how much work goes into it, how much time you have to devote to your relationships, to all of your relationships, in order to make everyone feel loved and appreciated, and it's it's really kind of awesome. It's kind of me? Yeah. Kind of. Mm. Well, let's see. Is that all we have for that one? How I to think set, so. How to set up and what are the benefits, yeah. All right, so next one. And this is one we had in the can for a while that we just decided, let's go with it. It's going to get a little heavy. Really? Have you ever been lied to in a relationship? Holy shit. Let me yes. Re- let me rephrase. Have you ever been lied to in a poly relationship? No. Have you seen lying in a poly relationship? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And yes, listeners. Yes, I, I actually have been lied to. It was not by my mistress, though. So, just for the listeners out there, there is lying in poly. Just because you're in poly doesn't mean you can't cheat. Doesn't mean you can't do something horrific to your partners. I think I think we need to we need to define what lying is. Okay. Okay. It's not necessarily... Hey, awesome, you're white. I mean, that's that's obvious. <laughs> Obviously a lie. It doesn't have to be something like that, you know? It can be it can be uh omission. It can be omission, uh, misleading. It can be it can be a number of things. Yeah. And hey, where were you at tonight? Oh, I was out such and such such and such, but you don't say, "Oh, I was also out with you know, paramour or metamor with this other person 15. that you know nothing about. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's never any good. Mm. Have you run into that one specifically? I I actually have. Uh, I didn't think it would be any any big deal because I was at an event that my family normally goes to, and your poly family. Yes, my poly family. Um, and I went and sang some karaoke with another person that was at this event, and I later found out that uh, that was that was a no-no because the other person went to my mistress and said, "Thank you for letting letting me and him go to karaoke together." Well, she didn't know that karaoke was at the same place at the same time as this event, and that we just happened to go in there and sing because the person heading up the karaoke came out and asked if we would like to sing. So. 
you know, it, it was it was a, a failure to communicate on my part and poor wording on this other person's part. But it wound up feeling to my mistress like I had lied to her. And I I, I can't say that I don't understand why. I, I do understand why it did, but it was never my intent to lie. So I don't want to make an excuse. But at the same time, you're not making an excuse. You're just giving what happened. Yeah, you've got to you've got to also take into account what the person's intentions are, and if if their intentions aren't aren't uh, blatant, I'm hiding this from you. I'm trying to deceive you. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's pure, then I hope that people would, you know, move past. Just a lesson learned. Yeah, take it as a lesson learned. I mean, anytime anytime I'm going to go out now. Regardless of where, with who, I'm telling her where I'm going. You know, I want her knowing. I want her having that assurance that that her place in my life is secure. You know, I don't want her thinking that I've got some devious plan in my back pocket. I am not sneaking around and yeah. talking to X, Y, and 15 other letters just mm-hmm. to not be around you. What about the other nine of the alphabet? I mean, we've established three spokes in this wheel. <laughs> I don't know. How many other letters are you talking to, Greedy? I got a question for you. Uh, what do you think your point of polysaturation is? My personal point? Mm-hmm. I thought I reached it earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, prior to uh, being broken up with. Okay. Because. Do you mind if we delve into this? Didn't we delve into it last time? I don't remember. I, I really don't. I need you to get a better memory. Stop going to sleep. When we <laughs> when we figure that one out, we're gonna both be billionaires. So when you stop going, how to figure out stopping you going to sleep? No, no, I've already figured that out. <laughs> Work. <sighs> sure. Anyway, what did you want to know? What is your point of saturation? I believe my personal point of saturation is no more than four. Okay. And with that, with the four that I was with earlier this year, three of them were local, and mm-hmm. one was long, is long distance. Okay. At which point, it's like, okay, I guess technically three, if you really want to go into it that way, mm-hmm. because I felt that I could properly give good amounts of time to the ones that were here nearby, and for the one that's long distance, phone calls, text, I could do that on a pretty consistent basis. Okay. Regarding the one that that left, do you think it was a point of saturation or beyond her saturation? Is I, that is that a fair assumption? I don't believe that was the exact issue that she had. Okay. It was more so the issue with her was that she came from a very vanilla background. Mm. I was the first real step towards anything kink related for her. And the kink is strong with this one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, she and she tried to delve into it, tried to, you know, tried to be like, hey, maybe. But her vanilla life just she couldn't find the time for kink life. Okay. And it's not that it was a bad thing, it was just Life kind of took her in a different direction. Gotcha. Yeah, we're still friends. We still talk, but this is just isn't for her. 
Okay. Well, I, I hope that I didn't uh, didn't strike on a soft subject. Well, you always do that. Hmm. It's just a matter of how do I deal with it. Well, I try to be honest and upfront. I think that's something that most people can aspire to. People can aspire, but they aren't me. <laughs> no, they're not awesome. Ha! <laughs> 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 I never thought your uh, your screen name would have that that kind of impact on someone else's life, did you? Never, ever, ever. There's only one awesome. <laughs> and we have him! <laughs> well, for my screen name, I do have to thank the person that actually gave me that screen name. Yeah? Yeah. My old baby girl uh, on Fed, she is Lieutenant Brat. I don't know that she'll be cool with you calling her old. <laughs> Lieutenant Brat, if you're listening, he just called you old. She will probably fly out and cut me. Cut me deep, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to watch. I'll sell tickets. Anyway, moving on. What else do we have here? This is something that upsets me. Okay. Testing in relationships. Oh, fuck that. Let, let, let me explain for the listeners. Please. Testing in relationships. Me and Person X are together. But I don't know if they really truly care about me as much as I want them to. So I'm going to test them by doing this or that and see how they react. See if they react the way that I want them to. You know, instead of just coming out and being a fucking adult and just saying, hey, I'm feeling this way. Yeah, I, I stand by my original statement. Fuck that. If you're if you're going to test somebody, you don't need to be in that relationship. You know, I never understood it. Even before I got into the whole kink thing, when I was just in regular vanilla relationships, I never understood what the point of it was. Yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, that's all you can really say. It's it's one person's insecurity trying to validate that insecurity by. By pushing somebody into a situation that could potentially compromise their integrity. I hate it. People have integrity? Yeah, the ex did it a couple of times. And I later found out that she had been cheating on me for years. So so she, she was just testing to see how far she could go with you. Sure, we'll go there. I, that's just my thought. Yeah, I, I think, I think she, was, she was testing me to see if she could, you know throw it at me I hadn't cheated on her you know I, I never did but she's just trying to find a way out or she sure. seems like the good guy probably uh, whatever and don't want to bring up your old stuff like that though no no I've got I've got much better now I've got a I've got a woman that actually cares about me and doesn't try to change me that's another thing listener land don't settle for someone that wants to change you. Change you a house? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> if it's something that's not for the better for you and for the relationship, if it's just something for them, they're not worth it. So what I'm saying is, if you're in a relationship, do your best to be happy in that relationship. Yeah. Don't just like, you know, I don't like this, this, and this about them. I'm going to change that, and then maybe I'll be happy. But then, the other person, they're not going to be happy at all. 
You know the really crazy thing about about my relationship? I wasn't happy with myself when I was married. I, I didn't like who I was. I didn't like the people I was around, and it showed. I was separated from her for about a year before I got in my first other relationship. Uh, that one lasted a few months, which came down just burning into little tiny pieces. Uh, and then I met my mistress at the end of that relationship, and she and I got together about six months later. After? And it was, it was wonderful. But the, the one thing that I discovered is you that... You don't like CBT? No, that was something else. <laughs> and I, 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 it's a love-hate relationship there. Um, but the one thing that I, I really discovered about myself is that when I'm happy with myself, then I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in need of somebody else to validate my existence. When I'm happy with myself, I find the people that are actually there for good intentions. And I don't know if that's just my experience or if that's something that other people have found too, but it holds true in this relationship. You know, I, I was I was happy with myself. And granted, I've changed quite a bit since I met her. But oh, you learned so many more things. Oh yeah, I learned a I've learned a lot from from my mistress. I I owe her so much. But I I wasn't thank happy. you, Reedy's mistress. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. If you're listening to this. I cannot express how much I, I absolutely adore you. I love you. I, I'm i getting all mushy. If she's listening to this, then her hubby probably tied her up and it's forcing her to listen, though. <laughs> yeah, she's. I, I don't think she's really a fan of podcasts. Not that she doesn't like ours, she just doesn't like them in general. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, she is freaking awesome. One day you know what you're going to find out. She's been listening to them in secret. <laughs> <laughs> She's been using the podcast to test me. Oh, <laughs> that was a joke. I can I can hear her right now. A joke is funny. If you have to explain it, it's not a joke. <laughs> oh, her mistress is great. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, anyway, so you know, agreed. Hmm. Unless you've got something else, I think we reached the end of the episode. Final thoughts? You're beating me two things today, man. I know. I it's it's like this this inner drive that just wants to beat you. Racist fuck. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even going there. <laughs> but since you've opened the door, no, stop it, stop it right there. Final thoughts. Um, let's see. Oh my god, my mistress just texted me. What'd she say? Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Whatever that's whatever that's about, listeners, you will never know. Nope, you will not know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my final thoughts are: if you're in a relationship, just be in the relationship and be honest how you feel, and be honest up front. Like, hey, I want this, or I would like this, or I'm not happy with this, and talk with your partner. Also. Luau is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, TV Land. If you're going back to the 80s, do it right. And as always, <laughs> what? Uh, back to the 80s. I don't think there's any right way to do that. 
What? Coke? No? Nothing? Uh, I don't know about Greedy that. has been... Greedy is now caught up with his phone. Anyway, listeners, as always, get out there, have fun, don't break your toys, you need them for later. Greedy, any final thoughts from you? No. Listener <laughs> land? <laughs> as Greedy looks over to our mystery guest. Our live studio audience gave little more than a peep the entire episode. Can we get at least a peep? Not even that. All right, listeners. Hey, it's been great having you. Thanks for coming back. We'll see you next time.